Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Mary Kay, how you doing today? I'm doing great. How you doing, Garrett? I'm doing awesome. Mary Kay, we, we opened the show talking about cars. Now, do you remember what your first car was when you got your driver's license? Well... We always joke about uh, the first thing I think I drove at my house was this big, ugly blue matador that my dad had purchased. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that's the first, yeah, that's the first thing I really remember driving. At at the time, were you excited? I mean, you you were just driving, right? And when did you get your, when did you get your driver's license? Oh, I got it right away. I mean, oh, yeah. the minute I could get it, yes, I, I got it right away at the age of 16. So, um, yeah, so I was driving around in this big, driving around Lakewood in this big blue bomber. And I have memories. Of, yeah, I've got a lot of memories of uh, oh, <laughs> driving look, around in that ugly hey, thing. Oh, my goodness. Hey, you know, when you, you back then, life was much easier. Much easier. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, it was. Well, you know what, Mary Kay, well, life is a much easier now for the Cleveland Browns now that they got uh, – some new people in camp. We got some, we got some, uh, you know, we got an opportunity to see OTAs. And, uh, you know, I, I teased this earlier. I said, you know, I, I was a- actually texting with Mary Katie, uh, you know, uh, prior day. And she told me something that I had never heard before. And, and we talking about, you know, in terms of, of Deshaun Watson. And, and what, what did you say when in terms of, man, this guy is the real deal? Well, you are probably referring to the fact that I said that he's a, a Hall of Fame caliber quarterback. Yes. Um, that is exactly what, you know, what we're looking at. That is the level of QB we're talking about here. And you know I've never said that before. Ever. You've said you've been reading me forever. You've never heard me say or write anything like that before around here. So uh, that, that's what I'm looking at. Uh, that's what fans will be looking at, and that's the reason that the Browns were willing uh, you know, to take this chance, to take on all this controversy, uh, to take this risk uh, in the event that it all works out and uh, and he can get this team to the Super Bowl. Man, that, you're right. Um, I, you know, I've been listening. You know, I grew up in Canton. Um, and so I've been either listening or reading your, your material and your work for, I'd say, 20, 25 plus years. I'm 40 years old. Uh, and, and I've never heard you ever come out and say, hey, I haven't even I ain't even heard you come out and say all pro type quarterback. When I heard Hall of Fame, I said, "Man, this guy is is special." When you're in camp and you had an opportunity to see him, 
Um, are you surprised how quickly guys are seeming seeming to to galvanize around him? Like it, it's it's so crazy that it, that it seems like you know people are rallying towards him. Uh, guys are really uh, you know have a little more pep in their step. What are some things that you saw in camp that really just showed how what what kind of leadership that he he's bringing right now? Well, he's making an enormous, tremendous effort to integrate into the team, uh, to be one of the guys, to you know, to win his guys over, to show them that you know that he's serious about this, that he's serious about them, that he wants to bring a championship here. And I think he also knows that uh, you know that he's putting them through a lot right now. They are going to be asked about things. They are going to be asked about the distraction. They are asked to believe that he is not. Uh, the person that they might read about or hear about. And so he's giving back to them in, uh, in ways that you, you know, you can't even imagine. So uh, first came the Bahamas trip, which I'm sure, you know, cost an enormous amount of money. And then, uh, you know, you may have read what, you know, what I wrote about what he did for Anthony Walker. Not only did he present him with a Rolex watch for giving up the number four, uh, he donated $50,000 to his dad's, to Anthony Walker Jr.'s dad's football program a high school in Miami and then he's buying his suits for the season so he's really really trying hard to show these guys that he's all in uh, that he is committed he was so upbeat during that practice uh, you know cheering on Jacoby Brissett when he made a nice play or or other guys uh, just really tuned in it seems like he uh, has you know maybe even a renewed gratitude for the game and again as I'm saying all this you know, we, we know that there is the juxtaposition of all the good stuff with the challenging situation that is going on uh, with him off the field. But these are just observations of things that I believe that he's trying to do to show these guys that, that he is one of them. And you do speak of, uh, speak of that, and that has to come with it. Uh, you know, that's the, the part of the game. And when you look at his teammates, how do you think his teammates are handling? Obviously, you're gonna you ask questions, and the local media, national media, is asking questions about what's going on with his case. What is your take on on how you know the atmosphere is? Are is are the players, um, you know, how are they answering those questions? Are they, you know, do they seem to be a little upset about the questions, or because they're gonna keep coming? So, uh, you know, what do you, what do your what is your feel for how they're they're handling those questions? Well, first of all, I feel like there's a concerted effort on the part of the entire organization uh, to try to make it about football while they are there in the building. And everyone seems to be singing from the same hymnal when it comes to that. Uh, But this first round through where we're talking to everybody for the first time, they know they're going to be asked about it. Now, if we're still asking Nick Chubb how he feels about Deshaun Watson's off-the-field issues in the 10th interview, then that's going to be a problem. But the first time you talk to these guys and the first, you know, and coming off of the HBO uh, special that had just happened the night before, they know to expect uh, some of this stuff. So, uh, you know, I, I think it's just part of the process. I know that the Browns anticipate uh, that this is what it's going to be like for, you know, at least for a few months. And then, you know, we just don't know yet. We don't know where this is going. We don't know if this is going to stretch into next season. If uh, if he doesn't settle the suits, we know that it's going to be a very eventful off season next year. Uh, so there's just a lot of uncertainty around it. But I do feel like the players are rallying around him. Uh, they genuinely seem to believe that he is not that person described in these suits. 
and uh, and they are very, very excited to have him on the team. Talking to Mary Kay Cabot on the North Oldham Sarah Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. She's a beat reporter for Cleveland.com. Um, Mary Kay, when you when you look at the uh, quarterback room uh, in as a whole, um, obviously you have Deshaun Watson, but another guy that you have that's, that's pivotal be, uh, because of maybe a potential looming pos- uh, suspension is Jacoby Brissett. Um, what was your feel on Jacoby out there? How did he look? Um, you know, how was he throwing the football? Uh, his grasp on offense. This is another quarterback. That's the first time all three quarterbacks are learning a new system, uh, including uh, Josh Dobbs as the third string quarterback. Uh, what was your take on uh, and what you saw from Jacoby Brissett uh, and him throwing the football and getting comfortable? Well, he looks very comfortable and, you know, he looks good throwing the ball. Uh, the thing about Jacoby in these practices is that he is not getting anywhere near the reps right now uh, that, that Deshaun is. Deshaun is getting the bulk of the reps. We saw a lot, a lot of Deshaun. And again, he was throw, you know, focusing a lot on throwing the ball to Amari Cooper and those guys getting their timing down. But uh, as you mentioned, Jacoby, you know, he might end up having to play a significant chunk of the season. And the good thing about him, of course, is that he has a lot of experience under his belt. Uh, and there is, a, you know, there is some crossover in terms of skill set with Deshaun, not skill level, um, but skill set. And so, um, so, you know, I think if it all works out the way that they hope, there should be somewhat of a seamless transition from one to the other. Uh, and, you know, they're going to have to start giving Jacoby more reps, but I think they'll do that once they know what the suspension is going to be. Um, two guys I want to get to on the offensive line. Um, well, one of them is a newcomer, Nick Harris. So you got Nick Harris. He, he, you know, they let J.C. Treader go, and a lot of people believe, you know, J.C. Treader, one of the smartest guys in the league, one of the most, um, you know, one of the better centers in, in the game. Uh, they let him walk, chose to uh, bring in Nick Harris uh, in building the Browns. Uh, watching, I, I really love watching that. Um, they talked about what they wanted to do with Nick, bring him in. Um, he put on, a, um, you know, excuse me, almost 20 pounds of muscle. He, he's still out here working out, still keeping his mobility. Um, how, how has Nick Harris, did Nick Harris, uh, you know, taken lead of that, that group up front? Well, you know, I think that is the plan. I think the plan is, to bring him along and have him uh, be the starting center. And if he's not, uh, then he does have some, uh, you know, some guys behind him that will challenge for the role, Ethan Posich. And, uh, and then, you know, they also drafted a center in Dawson Deaton. Mm. But, uh, but I do think that, um, you know, they, they are hoping that Nick can handle the job. And the only thing that he has so far is one game under his belt, one start. Now, Ethan Postage has many starts, 40-some starts under his belt, so I think the competition will actually be good. I think he will press Nick for the job, or at least you know keep him on his toes, mm. keep him working really hard, which is going to be exactly what he needs to do. Uh, but for the most part, uh, you know, Nick is 100% committed to this, and uh, so far, so good. It's hard to tell in these practices because, you know, it's their non-contact. And as we go along, we'll see more, but uh, he certainly seems up to the task. Have you heard anything on, on Conklin and his health? Uh, where is he at in the rehab process? And do the Browns believe that he'll be ready to go at training camp? 
Well, you know, I, I think they do believe that he will be ready to go in training camp. Maybe not 100% right from the start, but uh, when I ran into his agent, Drew Rosenhaus, at the, at the Senior Bowl, he told me at that point that Jack was ahead of schedule and would be ready for training camp. So I think that's the way that it's still going. He's not there right now in OTAs, probably still doing some rehab on his own. Uh, but if all goes as planned, he will be back out there uh, at least on a limited basis during during training camp, and, and they really need him. They need him because those two tackle spots are still a little bit up in the air mm. this year for how they're going to work out. You know, one, I look at the defense, and one thing I think is, is a, a beautiful thing is I look on the defensive side of the football, and you have the majority of your guys back. Your signal caller, Anthony Walker, is back. JOK is now back. You know, uh, Sione Takitaki's there. And you signed Jadavion Kalani Miles. Garrett, obviously, your, your wrap-up ward, John Johnson III, uh, Grant Delpit, Newsom. All those guys are back. Um, what is that? I think that's going to serve uh, two things. I think it's going to have guys that are, are going to play faster because then now they know the system. And I think you can still do some things in the second or third year in Joe Woods' program now that you have everybody there that you couldn't do before because guys know what they're going to do, and I think they can move guys around a little bit. I think that's going to help them in the games if Deshaun Watson isn't playing and the defense needs to step up. Absolutely, 100%. And here, here's the reason why you can expect uh, some significant improvement in the defense from last year to this year. That's the fact that you've got at least three guys that will be going from their first year of playing to their second year, and that's when the biggest jump takes place. You know, you, you know, if they were going from their second year to their third year, you would expect some you know, improvement. But when you go from your rookie year or your first year on the field to your second year, the lights are really going to come on for these guys. So when you're talking about JOK, when you're talking about Greg Newsom and Grant Delpit was his first year too, when you're talking about those three guys, you should see them playing uh, way faster and way better they, than they did uh, last year. So uh, especially when you look at like a JOK, he had a very weird year, very quirky things happening to him, uh, a lack of continuity and just being able to, you know, stay on the field, uh, you know, from one week to the next. Uh, but now uh, to have a whole entire off season, to have that season under his belt, I think really the sky is the limit for him. And I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up in the Pro Bowl this year. He should be playing at a Pro Bowl clip uh, in his second season. Uh, so there's that. And then you've got a number of young guys that, uh, you know, that are coming in here and should contribute right away. Perrion Winfrey, Alex Wright, Martin Emerson. Uh, those guys, you know, they have to grow up in a hurry because they will be counted upon. But you're right. There, you will see differences in Joe Wood's defense this year, things that he couldn't do. Um, and a lot of guys, you know, the versatility that they have, uh, now they can really move these chess pieces around and, uh, and really try to dominate. Last question here. We're talking to Mary Kay Cabot on the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. She's the beat reporter for Cleveland.com. Uh, so gracious to come on on weekend with me and, uh, and and break some of the stuff down from OTAs. Uh, Mary Kay, we 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 look at David and Joku, and I remember when you you uh, you, know, you kind of broke the news. Hey, they want to. Um, they really would like to bring uh, Joku back and give him an extension. And a lot of people, it, 
you know, they scratched their head. They looked around like, what? I, I mean, I know they franchised him, but I, I, I didn't, I don't know for the production that he's had, why, why they're doing um, that and making that, that extension. And for me, I, I, I believe it's all about projection. It's all about projecting the future. Um, you have a Deshaun Watson now quarterback. Um, you know, he can be a, a, a much more focal part of this offense. He's going to get the ball more. And, you, you also have him being in the system for five years, and, and, and he has that raw material that they can work with to kind of mold into a tight end. What went into this thought process uh, as you were covering this story as to why the Cleveland Browns were very eager to sign David and Joku to, uh, to an extension? Well, they believe there's so much more to David Njoku than he's been able to show so far. In the last couple of years, he had Austin Hooper out in front of him uh, as the number one tight end. He didn't get all the targets. He didn't get the opportunities. And again, you look at last year, and you had a very injured Baker Mayfield and an ineffective Baker Mayfield trying to get the ball to everyone. So I think they looked at this and thought, you know, let's get Austin Hooper out of the way. Let's give David Njoku an opportunity to live up to his first-round potential and see what he can do with the Deshaun Watson, which they think is going to have a tremendous impact on him. So now you're right. It's a bit of a projection. They're paying him for services that, uh, you know, that he hasn't provided yet. But I've always said that I believe that he is uh, definitely capable of twice the production that he's had so far, including, I believe, he is an eight-touchdown-a-year tight end. That's what, that's what I see. If he gets those targets and you get him the ball in the red zone and in the end zone and throw it up there, and, and Deshaun can certainly do that, uh, then I, I think David uh, will be able to live up to that. He, he's gotten a lot better. His hands have gotten much, much better. And uh, I was saying this yesterday on podcast, you know, he – Sometimes he makes the difficult catch and drops the easier one. So he just has to get consistent with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's a tremendous blocker. He does a lot of things really well. And uh, now it's his chance to live up to that contract. Mary Kay, thank you so much for coming on with me today, breaking it down as always. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.